Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 421st episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, and today we have a uh, very special guest. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Thatch. (laughs) (laughs) So we have Ryan today. This is a pre-recorded episode because I want a weekend off during Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, during the holidays. So Ryan and I got together and uh, we're going to we're going to do a show for you guys today. Well, first of all, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. This is a episode that is not a typical episode of the Puckle Podcast. Um, we, we do talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to, I don't know, whatever else you want to talk about. Uh, we talked about merchandise the other day. So it's, uh, we talk everything, everything Pokemon that, uh, welcome if you're new, welcome if you're old, well, uh, welcome back if you're old, but welcome to the show. But we, we're just gonna, we're gonna focus on Ryan today. Because Ryan, yeah. Ryan's a, we've been building this up for, I think, a year now. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is really cool because I listened to the show. So being on the show, it's going to be weird actually listening to the episode. Okay. And just to like, <laughs> just for like pre- to preface this, Ryan and I have been friends since before he was listening to the show. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't like reach out to him and go, yeah. hey, I'll hey, give you a I, lot of money yeah. if you uh <laughs> I live I live down the street from you. I found out I doxed you and I found out that uh you can I can come be on your show. Uh no, it's uh Ryan and I know each other. Yeah. <laughs> very well. We're real life friends. <laughs> <laughs> and so we uh we do that. So uh well Ryan, tell tell people about you, what you do, how do we know each other? Yeah. So uh Thatch and I, we actually went to college together uh, here. At, can I say that? Yeah, we, the University of Dayton. I say so. I go to Dayton. I, I yeah. live in Dayton. So yeah. So um, yeah, we became friends there at college. Um, actually, we lived together uh, for a year. For yeah. a year. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that was a good time. And so after college, um, let's see. I stayed in the Dayton area. I actually work for Honda. Yeah, uh, the car company. So, <laughs> the car company. <laughs> in case you know any other Hondas, uh, but is there um, another Honda is, there, um, is that? A I thing? don't think so. There's other Toyotas, like other than the yeah. Toyota car company. Really? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Okay. But obviously, that's the biggest. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I've I've been a Pokemon fan pretty much all my life. In and out, kind yeah, of. Okay. So explain yeah. that. Explain the in and out. Yeah. I think I know your timeline, but I don't yeah. know if I know your timeline. So. <laughs> I experienced Pokemon for the first time, like when I was like eight or nine years old. My cousins like from when it was Michigan, yeah. yeah. Well, like they like brought the cards and like said, "Hey, you should check out like this Pokemon thing." So we watched a few of the original episodes yeah. when they're on VHS. And I was like, "This is awesome!" 
So, you know, I got into it through the cards and through the TV show. Mm -hmm. And I didn't own any game systems at the time, you know, so... For that year, for my birthday, I asked for a Game Boy Color. Yeah. Um, and I got um, Pokemon Yellow. Yeah. As my game. Um, I think there's a lot of people starting points. Surprisingly, yeah, I yeah. thought Yellow would. I I thought Red and Blue would be more prominent, but it's it's Yellow. I yeah. think more people started with Yellow <laughs> than they did Red and Blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, I played Yellow, and then I got uh, Gold and Silver mm-hmm. and Crystal. Bought all three of those. Mm-hmm. I played Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald. And then by that point, you know, it was going into high school. And that's when it wasn't um, cool. Yeah, it wasn't cool anymore, <laughs> you know. I uh, I got Diamond, but I never finished it. Oh, really? And my brother got Pearl. And he was, like, at the age, he's younger. He's about yeah. eight years younger than me. So he got into it at that point. Yeah. So he kind of took over from me. And okay. he played through those generations. So he'd, like, talk about it in the background, but I really didn't play. You're um, missing out. Play. I'm just yeah. saying you're missing out. Yeah. And then, and then uh, uh, college, you know, yeah. came and, and went. And um, I was like, you know, I kind of I had a little bit more time after college. I kind of want to get back into it. Yeah. So um, Pokemon Go came along. That yeah. was kind of my reintroduction. I, I don't know. That's probably I mean, this is a really good viewpoint, though, because I think this is something that I mean, at least the people on the show yeah. don't have. Like, yeah. A lot of them aren't for like none of us have been like, oh, we came back because of Pokemon Go. Yeah. Uh, we haven't gotten that far along in like the timeline <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah. For, for there to be prominent like members of the community that are like, oh, I came at, in from Pokemon right. Go. And I think yeah. that's an interesting perspective just to like hear how people came back. And uh, yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting way because like it's definitely a different story because this is Sword and Shield was your first game back, right? Well, or did so you play I actually bought Moon. I played okay. Pokemon Moon up to through like the second island. I was okay, like at I'm the sorry. volcano <laughs> and I was like, uh, you know, like. Yeah. I'm not really loving this, but mm-hmm. I, I played a little bit of it and I couldn't really get into it, I guess. I think those so. are awkward games to come back to anyway, because yeah. it kind of throws like some of the traditions out the door. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's probably not a good place to go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think X and Y are better. It's really sad that X and Y didn't concur- concurrently come out with Pokemon Go, I think. Yeah. Because I think yeah. X and Y would have been like a much better like jumping I, on point, like so, an onboarding moment. Yeah. I, I, I've kind of... So now that I'm back into it, yeah. I'm seeing all these games that I miss. I'm like, I kind of want to go back and play some of them. We should so talk I about that. Actually, we can make some content out I, of that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which one I would start with. So yeah. people have recommendations, like where to start. We, so with. we should talk because yeah. we can like make some content out of this. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. can make some content out of it. Yeah. It could be fun. Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, then I played, um, I have a switch. So I mm-hmm. played, uh, let's go Pikachu. And then yeah. obviously I got sword sword, uh, yeah. was the one that I picked up. I, I probably end up getting shield at some point too. I already just, got both, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I played through all of that. I, I've really enjoyed that. And, um, it's the first one that I've completed since Emerald. So it's, yeah, it's a that's, long that's time a coming. Yeah. That's what so. I figured. I thought it was pretty yeah. close. I yeah. thought it's been, it's been a while for you. Yep. So that, okay. So. We'll warm up because I asked the community that has said hi to you on several occasions to uh, to ask you some questions. We already got one through these, uh, so I don't want to I don't want people to pretend that uh, or think that we uh, that these are all off the top of your head. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, so first Pokemon game, you answered that one actually. Yep, Pokemon uh, Yellow. So Claude asks, "What's your favorite color?" Um, I like green actually. I have a bright green Civic actually, car. That's true. So. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the color green, but my favorite color to wear is blue. So okay. it's kind of a mix of blue and green. Yeah, uh, you're also the wrong color, I think, for Pokemon Go. Mm. I think you're the wrong color. Puckle's yellow. 
Oh, we're okay. all team instinct here, bud. Yeah, yeah, I'm mystic. Sorry. <laughs> all right, and then so Farmer Fox wants to know what's your favorite generation that you've played. Um, hmm. Let's see. I because you've only played like four. So yeah, like, the, the choice yeah. isn't as hard for you as it is for others. <laughs> yeah, I I really like the Hoenn region. I think I feel like it had it it grew from for me from yeah. from Kanto to Johto to Hoenn. Yeah, and I feel like Hoenn had the best mix of everything and it kind of okay by the time now it's gotten to sword and shield it's convoluted there's a lot going on and, and there's a lot that's cut out too that yeah, now but, there is yes <laughs> yeah I, I really like yeah probably emerald would probably emerald? be my favorite emerald so. emerald's a solid game actually. yeah uh oops i closed it let's see um so the next one is uh what's your favorite non-pokemon game non-pokemon game let's see uh well, as I said, I have a yeah. Switch. Yeah. So I've really gotten into the Legend of Zelda games. It started off with Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I remember when you were yeah, telling me. I forgot yeah. that you had never played Legend of Zelda So then I Zelda went back before. and I played Ocarina of yeah. Time. And I went and played um, the A Link to the Past on the Switch because now they have like the uh, on- Switch Online yeah, as yeah. the... A link to the past. So, oh, the so. original one? Or? Yeah, the original. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Or maybe the original Zelda. You mean the original, like first Zelda? The one on no. So this was like the third Zelda game. Oh, the third it one was that the was one the for original the SNES. Um, oh, I know which one you're talking. And about. it because then they re- remade it. And no, no, that's, on not the the that's not the one they remade. That's not the one they remade. Yeah, it was like a link to uh, a link between worlds was the remake. Link's, uh, Link's Awakening, I believe, is the remake. Yeah, yeah. They they made remade re- Link's Awakening as well. That, yeah. Oh, we're talking about the one that they remade on 3ds. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. they didn't really remake it. That was uh It was a different it game. It was a sequel, but, I think. Yeah. I think it was a sequel in the yeah. same world. Yeah. Uh okay, okay. That's these are good answers. Uh favorite Pokemon spin-off game. So like not main not main Pokemon games. So, I don't know how many you've played other than yeah. that's not Pokemon Snap. Yes. Yeah, so, no, <laughs> no. Well, actually I did like Pokemon Snap a yeah. little bit, but my favorite <laughs> is uh it was called I Choose You Pikachu. Oh my god. You had a little microphone. You mean, that's on hey you your, Pikachu. Oh that's hey you Pikachu. Pikachu, that's it. Yeah. You had a little microphone, you talked to Pikachu. That's the worst game ever. I had so many struggles as a kid yeah. getting Pikachu to do what I wanted it's not it to even do. Because you're but, a kid. It's because it's because you it's because the game didn't functionally work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was a broken game. And then uh Pokemon Channel was a fun follow up to that, I feel like. So it, that, I played that, the, both of those. I've, that's the only Pokemon game I haven't played. Really? Pokemon Channel. It, it's interesting. And it's I, very different. I, I heard I don't I'm not missing out. You know, there's okay. the, the Pichu brothers. I don't know if you've seen I, the, I've the seen, short series, but I, saw, I played through that game to yeah, learn I saw, about the Pichu brothers. I saw the short yeah, well, so the Pichu brothers are in a short for Pokemon the movie two thousand or no Pokemon the movie. It was the third Pokemon. The movie. third one. Yeah, they were there was a short with them in it. Mm. It's not the same short though. That's on Pokemon Channel. Huh. It's different. Um, also, the Blu-ray release of all those movies don't have the shorts, <laughs> which is really sad. That's sad. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, if I wanted the side grade by Nissan Altima, what would be the Honda equivalent, and why is Honda better? Oh, says man. Kilo. So the Nissan Altima, I believe that's the the larger. I have no sedan. idea. I, have I think no that's idea. the sedan. I think it's a sedan. Yeah. So that would be the Honda Accord. Would be I guess, the equivalent. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Because you got the Civic. That's the smaller. I I um, like the Civic a little bit more. Yeah, it's a bit sportier. It's a little sportier. Um, the Accord definitely has more space and. 
they re they they did like the new model update I, in 2018, yeah. so it's a little bit newer new model I, update. I thought so. I thought the Honda Civic has a lot of space. Also, I say yeah. this fully biased as owning a Honda <laughs> Civic. But. Yeah, we're not promoting any car yeah. companies here. <laughs> <laughs> I own a but Honda Hondas Civic. are great. So, <laughs> uh, how many high Ryans do you get in a day from Thatch? Says Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there could be more Taj. Uh, I mean, Thatch. Uh, yeah, you yeah. could. You I could, could come say on it more. And, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could say it more. But I, I hear, I listen for it every week in the episodes. <laughs> that so was a follow-up. They I get all excited when I hear <laughs> the shout out. So. <laughs> but no, I. So I, I knew you've, you've done this a long time since college. I remember you recording this, episodes in I've done college. This, I've done this. So you were talking about how you fell out at Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, that's when it started. Oh man, that's when this started. So Diamond <laughs> and Pearl came out in April in the U.S. Came out in April of 2007. Hmm. The first episode of the show came out December 31st, 2007. You know, I don't want to interview he- yeah. you here right yeah. now, but right. I'm really curious as a listener to the episodes. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done it, uh, but you kind of give the preface at the beginning that in high school in your basement. You well, like, it wasn't a basement, but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, would, I would like to sometime like hear the story. I know. You know? I, know. I, don't, I don't think I do it that often. It's just yeah. like one of those things I, I expect people. So like the I keep forgetting like 400 episodes is a lot of episodes. Yeah. And I don't even think about that because like if you think I think on average, our episode length turns out to be like an hour and a half now. Yeah. So like yeah. 400 times an hour and a half. <laughs> I think that comes out to like almost like a month or two months of like just straight Ooh. listening. Yeah. Uh, and that's. Oh, ooh. yep. Uh, and so I totally get people not like going all the way back and listening. I But I do know people do it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we, yeah, I mean, I did it when I was uh, in high school and. I uh, did it with one of my friends in high school. It used to be like this. It used to be like a nice face to face podcast. Yeah. Uh, you get a lot. It's a lot different than now. Yeah. Uh, because being yeah. able to bounce off of people's like facial expressions and stuff is something mm-hmm. that I, I desperately miss in <laughs> podcasting. Um, I'm working on a new project that hopefully will let me do that again. Yeah. We'll see if that turns, works out. <laughs> it's like a radio show. Are you show. in? I, Are you yeah, in? You want to yeah, be in the, definitely. We got Bring a new project. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, like, um, yeah. in college, you know, yeah. I'd see you yeah. recording these episodes and be like, what is going on right now? You know, yeah. kind of like, it's really, it's, it's really strange. Cause I was, I was talking, um, to, uh, Whimsicott earlier today. And we were talking about we were talking about just some of the things that I had done re- um, this past year, and I've been on a I've been on a couple of panels and just other things yeah. um, that aren't related to Puckle, but just to go out there and be like, I'm hey, I'm Puckle, yeah. And uh, but then I go in there and then I realize like I'm like the oldest one in the room uh, <laughs> in terms of podcasting experience. You were podcasting before podcasting was cool. Uh, I was. <laughs> uh, I think podcast came out in like 2005, 2006. Yeah. And I don't I don't realize that like that like I came in like two years after it came out. Yeah. And it was only because I wanted to do radio. Like I, I just <laughs> like the whole idea came from I want to try out what it's like to be a radio DJ. Yeah. And then I found podcasts. I'm like, oh, cool. We can make like a Pokemon podcast. Yeah. Um, and at the time there was one other um called wtpt um they were called uh they called themselves the pokemon times at the time and then they switched over to like the palette tribune huh. um and i mean to be fair like i owe them a lot and yeah. i know one of the guys still does a podcast not that one he does another okay. podcast it's a switch podcast yeah, yeah um there and i know he still does it and i know i was probably like the worst person for him to ever talk about <laughs> like back in you know 2009 or whatever uh yeah. and uh but i know he still does one and he's a uh, and he's doing I think it's doing well. Uh it's called like Switchcast or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I've heard uh, of it actually. But we we like hardcore rip their format. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean now it's a little bit different because yeah. like they didn't do like a quiz or anything. And yeah. 
Um, and I think, I think we've taken a lot of those and we've made them our own concepts and like really expanded on them and what we wanted them to be. Yeah. And so I think, I think it's, uh, I wouldn't say that the show today is an exact rip of theirs, but I think without them, there wouldn't be like the modern puckle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I am very indebted to them. Uh, and I apologize for being a 16 year old <laughs> because there is like, there are some moments where like our communities clashed briefly. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't my fault. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't my fault. Thankfully. <laughs> But yeah, okay. But back to you. Right, right. Back to you. We're not interviewing you. <laughs> um, or, or me. We're interviewing you. That's um, right. Yeah. So let's see. I, I'm almost out of questions because he asked about the, <laughs> <laughs> he asked about the Nissan Altima. Um, yeah. I, I thought that was a funny question and we had to ask. Um, so I guess the next question is what do you think? What's your critical opinion on Snom? Uh, so <laughs> Snom, the little like icicle looking Pokemon. He's, he's an it's ice so bug. Cute. He's an ice bug. Yeah, it's it's pretty cute. You know, I I do like him. I guess. Yeah. Um, and then he evolves, doesn't he, into like a moth? Or he something? evolves into frost moth. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's kind of garbage. Yeah. So so my <laughs> issue is well so. Since I have not played some of these games in the middle, you don't know who's new. So many Pokemon are new to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, especially oh my now, gosh, is this a new now, one? We were talking about it because if you actually yeah. look at like the percentage of Pokemon yeah. via generation, the generations that are like most heavily uh, prominent from older games, yeah, are generations five, six, and seven. Which are the ones I? Which I are the missed. ones you you missed? Yeah. Which yeah. are the ones you missed? And so, like so most the, of those Pokemon are there. The Pokédex seems the whole Dexit thing. Yeah, you know? you're, you're just I, like, I'm like, okay, you're, whatever. You're because like, there's like every, 250 there's, new Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is awesome, you know. Um, but I do. I think he's really cute. He's a cute little <laughs> bug-looking thing. Yeah. So I like him. Yeah. He's not one of my favorites, but he's he's definitely cute. I guess. Yeah. Um, and then there's one more, and it's from British Gent, and he wants to know. Uh, he wants to know about your D D character oh what's man. your D character and why did you pick it yeah so thatch <laughs> and i we play D D together like maybe once a month it's about or once so. a month or yeah. so it's sometimes yeah. a little bit more because like right now it's the holidays yeah it's hard to get everybody together so i've dabbled a little bit in like we i started with a pathfinder yeah uh, or no it was starfinder actually yeah, campaign right. and then we went to a pathfinder so um, my character is actually based on my Starfinder campaign. <laughs> I was like a little, uh, raccoon looking thing called <laughs> Axel. Um, and I had a little drone that would fly around with mm-hmm. me named Rod. So it was Axel and Rod. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, when, uh, when we started yeah. our campaign, um, with D and was like, well, I want it to be based on my character from, from Starfinder. Yeah. So I was a little, uh, like raccoon looking thing called, um, Axolot. I had to add lot on the end of it, like uh, Sir yeah. Lancelot. So yeah, it's yeah. Axolot. Um, but so there's no there's no creature like a raccoon. In I mean, it probably D&D, is, but right? we didn't have it in like right. the player's handbook. Yeah. So I'm actually dressed up as a raccoon, like a little like a uh, creature, <laughs> rodent looking creature in the game. Yeah. And I'm, I'm an elf underneath yeah. of that. So it's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It's fun. <laughs> it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. That ends the community uh, wanting to know more about you, but I I think there's more the community should know, and then we can open up to a discussion though. Yeah. So so uh, have you beaten Sword and Shield yet? I have. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah I, that that makes the game that makes the questions easier. Yep. Um, I haven't I, done the bower- battle tower, but I've done everything else. Battle tower doesn't really matter unless yeah. you really want to get into competitive. Yeah. Um, though, I mean, it's really hard to get into competitive now because of the timer, but that's another issue. 
<laughs> you could do like battle spot singles and battle spot singles is fun. You, like, yeah. you bring six and you choose three mm. and then you just nah, smack fun. on that someone. Fun. It's fun. It's pretty quick. Yeah. It's like maybe like five, six minutes per match and like it's pretty <laughs> quick. Um, it's a lot of fun though. I've been playing around with it. It's, yeah. it's a fun time. Uh, we, we can try it later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should. Uh, it's so. Uh, so I want to know what your opinions of these games are because you're, yep. you're coming from the outside. You're coming back. Yeah, and yeah. so like, I, I have like a very jaded view because like, I'm comparing this to like right. 20 years of Pokemon games yep. and I, I've played 20 years of Pokemon games. And so I, I'm definitely biased in, mm-hmm. in what like this game brings compared to other games and yep. stuff like that. But in terms of just like, Hey, I, this is a Pokemon game, like my first Pokemon game in like 20 or not 20 years, but like. 15 years many years yeah in like 15 years since practically as a kid yeah you know? since like so emerald came out in like 2005 so since yeah. like 2005 so like yeah. 14 years yeah yeah so so what what's your what's your hot take on it so starting out the game felt very like normal to me you know you pick really? your starter uh there you get a little bit of the story you get a rival all of that um I liked the aspect that it was kind of mysterious mm-hmm. when you went into the uh, the slumbering wheel, the slumbering wheel. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um, and you kind of encounter obviously everybody that's starting the game knows yeah. there's a there's a cover Pokemon on the yeah. box. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know what that is. So I know that's what yeah. I'm going to try to catch at the end of the game. Um, man, it'd be cool if it was like Mewtwo and you didn't know what it was. Oh man, <laughs> man ideas, ideas, game freak. I know you. Yeah. <laughs> but as the game went on, I was really I knew that the wild area was coming up, mm-hmm. so I was really excited for that. Yeah. And that's probably my favorite part of the game. I, I would agree. Um, that's probably the best part of the game. <laughs> and definitely as the game went on, I kept finding myself wanting to go back to the wild area. Just yeah. like, yeah. but I did like the, the gym challenges and mm-hmm. the, the, not, maybe not the gym challenges, but the, the gyms themselves. I got yeah, like really excited. I like the puzzles. Yeah. 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 Like the first one was fun. You know, a couple of them in there were fun. I would, I would agree um, with that. I think they're probably, it was the a best. different aspect to the game than I think they were a better puzzle than some of the past ones. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I think I think that. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't want to like bias your review. I think. Yeah. I think they're probably the best out of like in oh, terms cool. of in terms of, like the gym in the wild area. Probably like the top tier yeah. stuff in this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, and I felt like the gym leaders had a lot of like character to them oh, man. you know like i felt like Ryan, i would be friends with some Ryan, of them we're, we're talking about going back and playing old games together yeah. i think i should give you a different game <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe i feel like your opinions might change just like a little bit <laughs> <laughs> um but they do have a lot of personality I yeah agree with that. I yeah do, i do agree with that but as the game went on i do have to say that i could i could feel that they were getting a little bit more lazy especially toward like the story towards the end felt kind of rushed i could tell that it felt so you could tell that okay that's good to know because i at least i'm not uh i got um i don't want to say i got the short straw yeah because we did those uh three episodes for reviewing the game okay um and so we had the first one which was just the beginning which uh whimsicott hosted and then we had the one at the end which was uh the full game review (laughs) um and seth hosted that yeah and i got the middle one Uh where we were only talking up to the eighth badge Yeah. yeah and I was just like, and I'm like, man, I just went through what was probably the worst part of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> so, but the, that, the story, just like the whole, I didn't really understand the motives of a lot of it. And it definitely felt rushed towards the end. Like, oh, we're done with like yeah. the whole Rose thing and we're going to move on to the gym challenge part. Yeah. And then we bounced back to him yeah. kind of randomly at the end. Yep. So that, but, uh, and then I was going 
now wait a minute, like what's the... I didn't feel like they did a good job of explaining Zashian and Zamazenta to us and their whole deal. Um, Just got to wait for Super Sword and Super Shield. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like at the beginning, I was like really interested in like all the Sonya yeah. and like, okay, who are these two, like the the princes or whatever yeah, yeah. and the, the sword and the shield. Yeah. It's just it, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I, I actually would read the text. You know, I remember yeah. as a kid, I would just yeah. button mash A and like zoom through the text. And I was interested in the story. Um, yeah. But yeah, it felt it, weak towards the end, I guess. Near the end, so. it fe- definitely felt like they ran out of time or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think the, I think the biggest, um, gripe, the, the biggest, I mean, the biggest indicator of that, I think, is Spike Muth, where the seventh oh, gym is. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, here's this cool city. And yeah, you haven't played Sun and Moon all the way through. No. And so, um, I would I would recommend like playing like finishing it like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah, like, they're a little bit better. Yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, they both have different like endings, which is kind of interesting. Really? Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. Have, they're good. pretty much the same game, but with different endings. Yeah. And uh, it, it was very interesting uh, in Sun and Moon because there was actually this town called Poe Town. And it was very similar to Spike Myth because Spike Myth is like, hey, we're home of Team Yell. Yeah. Um, th- so there is this town in Sun and Moon called Poe Town. <laughs> um, and that was the home of Team Skull in uh in sun and moon. Okay. And I think they did a far better job with Poe town. Yeah. Than they did with spike Muth. And I think that's just, it's very, it's very evident of just like the whole region. Yeah. Because you have like these very grandiose, um, buildings uh-huh. and then they feel very small when you get inside yep, you get inside and there's nothing there. There's nothing in there. Yeah. And I think, I think that's probably where the weakest part comes in. Cause you feel yeah. this disconnect at that point. Yeah. And, and I remember seeing the map going, wow, Galar looks like an awesome place to go. Yeah. If I wish you could just go into more buildings. That's yeah, all. I yeah. just wish you can go into more buildings and talk to a few more people. But I, I, yeah, it, it leaves you wanting a little bit more. And yeah. I think that's kind of their plan. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, we'll get a, a, a follow up game and uh, it we just, we, we talked about this a couple more. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, um, on the show. And so the, the idea is that, uh, I I personally think you're gonna see a, like a Diamond and Pearl remake yeah. next year, and then in 2021 you'll get uh, you'll get Super Sword Super Shield uh, if they keep up with their yearly release cycle. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. what I that's what I fully expect because that's gonna mirror a very Gen three style thing, which is no, the last okay. time we had quote unquote Dexit. Yeah. Um, yeah, where they don't give you the full decks and they create a remake that fills in the rest of the decks, <laughs> and then they make one game where you can put them all in. Yeah. Yeah. And so I could f- totally see um, just another game with just a different na- or regional decks, and then uh, with Super Sword, Super Shield, as everybody here. Yeah, I would. Twenty twenty one, November. 2021. I would be excited for that. You know, we'll see. And, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think everybody would be very excited about, it. and that's the exact thing because, like, you're you're probably the exact target audience. Like, yeah. Right now is like, hey, who can we hook? Yeah. Right. And I, that's, I mean, I like hearing that that you're excited for that because that means maybe that's what they're doing. <laughs> 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 because I, I know, I know, um, I remember when, uh, Dexit was announced, we went, we went to a bachelor party together, like yes. a couple weeks afterwards yeah. and we talked about it. Um, <laughs> so many times <laughs> we talked about it a lot. Cause not just with you, but also with our other friends, uh, Jim and then, uh, and then our friend Jake as well. Yeah. And we, we were talking about it while we were there. And I, I know that. I know that your opinion uh, was uh, you weren't happy about it. No, I mean, and, I think and, the more Pokemon, the better. I, I mean, I agree with that. Um, I, I, it made me, it makes me a little sad every once in a while because um, I'll be playing the game and like, I think the models look very nice. Like the textures they've added yep. on top look very nice. A lot of them look really good. Um, my favorite one that like really exemplifies that is Solosis. 
Okay. Um, Solosis is a Gen 5 Pokemon from like yeah. 2011. <laughs> and so like you've watched it come from like sprites to like the 3DS. And yeah. Then, it's... And just seeing that, it, you can just de- tell the detail. From, uh-huh. it, like it definitely benefited from HD. Yeah. And since it, it benefited from HD, I'm like, man, it'd be really cool to see like Totodile like and like get to see that in HD. Yeah. And then then you like the it hits you and it's just like, nope. Yeah. That's not happening. Yeah, and one then, of my favorite Pokemon is uh, Bulbasaur. Yeah. So well, I'm really sad. So, so Bul- Bulbasaur is technically in the game. So I've heard this as well. Uh, uh, maybe from you. Yeah, probably from me. So um, there's like another 30-ish Pokemon yeah. uh, that are in the back end of the game uh-huh. that aren't catchable in Galar, but they're in the code. Yeah. So once Pokemon Home comes out, if somebody has like a Bulbasaur in their Pokemon Home, okay. you can take... Like if you, you have Bulbasaur from Let's Go. Yep. Yeah. You, you can put of Bulbasaur course. from Let's Go into Home. And then you can take that bubble sword from home and put it into sword and shield. Yeah. Um, so that, that'll be able to happen. I mean, yeah. all, um, uh, bubble sword and Squirtle are in the back end. Um, the Alolan starters, um, from sun and moon are in the back end. Uh, some of the legendaries like Solgaleo Lunala from sun and moon. Okay. Yeah. And the Crossmont there. I went to games, game stop and yeah. picked up the like card to get my shiny, uh, Sogaleo. Uh, the sunburn so, version. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm ready to go for yeah, that. You can, that one will be, you'll be able to move that one over. Yeah. And then there's some like random gen five stuff. And, uh, nice. my, my opinion is my, my thought for that reasoning is because Pokemon go is doing it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because and Pokemon go will connect to home and yeah. then you can bring it over to sword and shield to just like, Grab the Pokemon Go players. <laughs> That's what I'm really thinking is happening. Because yeah. uh, Terrakian and uh, uh, Cobalion and uh, there's another one on that top yep. of that. Uh, yep. Verizian. Next week. Uh, yeah, Verizian. For, so, yeah, yeah. yeah I forgot they announced that. They announced that. Well, it's next week when we're talking now, but yeah. it already happens by the time yeah. <laughs> the show comes out. <laughs> uh, and so it's uh, – yeah, so all three of them – are are gonna are in the code as long along with the uh box art legends okay. from uh from black and white and black and white two. Okay. The all of them are in the code as yeah. well. And I think Mewtwo is in the code. And I I don't know if I missed anybody else I'm thinking because there's nine, then I get to fifteen with uh Bulbasaur and Squirtle, then I get three, another three. I, I'm probably missing a couple. Yeah. Uh oh the mythicals from Gen Seven are also in there. Like okay. Meltan and Melmetal are in there. Nice. Um and uh and uh yeah. So Quick question, yeah. kind of tangent, but yeah. where does Mel Tan and Mel Metal belong in the in the generation scheme? Yeah, are they just kind of so they're Gen uh, Seven, not they're they Gen, are Gen Seven. seven. They, okay. So like the the way at least the community labels them as Gen Seven. Okay, um, and that's rightfully so to an extent. Yeah, uh, because they are they're kind of filling in like um, they're filling in like mythical spots for Gen Seven. Okay, because they do have national dex numbers and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, as soon as like they came out on TCG cards, like the, the national dex number was printed. Right. And also in the way they index them, they index them as gen seven Pokemon. Okay. Uh, in the way they coded them. So they, they are gen seven, like let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee is a gen seven game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is a gen seven game. So <laughs> it, it, it counts. Okay. Um, I, I mean, there's just no rules anymore. It's, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> It's a mess, but I mean, it's interesting to hear you say that some of those things, like if you could tell it's rushed at the end, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, like it, it, I felt bad about that. Cause I mean, that, like I wanted to like the game and I, I do like the game for what it, it is. It's a great game. Yeah. I mean, I think raids are fun. I mean, yeah, you and I, have done, you and I have done raids together. That's my, so I'm still like playing. Yeah. Like nightly. Like I come yeah. home from work. Yeah. I, I eat dinner and then I sit for two or three hours and I'm, I'm doing raids. Yeah. 
And I'm, I'm really enjoying that. No, raids are fun. I yeah. think raids are a good time. I, I really do. And especially with the way they have Gigantamax Pokemon being so yeah, rare. Because I'm how they're really kind of spacing trying to it get out. those. Yeah. And how they're spacing out like the the uh, how to make them more common and stuff like that. Because I, yep. I think there's a new rotation starting around the 10th of January or something like that. <laughs> good. There'll be a new rotation. Um, right now it's Dreadnought, Corviknight, um, Sanaconda. Butterfree, uh, Scorch right? and Butterfree. Yeah. And also Snorlax. We Snorlax. got Snorlax on top of that. I have enough Snorlax right now. Yeah. I'm ready to move on to the I need to see one. which ones you have. Yeah. Because if you have one with the right ability, I might need it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because okay. yeah. you can get hidden ability Pokemon through um, through raid battles. And so I don't know how much you know about abilities. Is that uh, like natures or are those uh, different? So no, abilities are like, uh, like Levitate. You know, the ability Levitate. Oh, okay. So stuff like that. Every Pokemon's got an ability. Yeah. And... This was introduced later on in the game, uh, like about <laughs> around Gen 5. Okay. Um, so every Pokemon can have standard like two abilities. Some of them yeah. only have one. Okay. Um, but there's also some Pokemon have a hidden ability, which is hmm. a third ability they can have. Um, and those are harder to get. They're typically rare, um, rare Pokemon to get the hidden yeah. ability. And, uh, Gigantamax Snorlax with, uh, with its hidden ability gluttony is super interesting to me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll have to look. We can look together. Yeah, we can take a look. Yeah. <laughs> did you bring it with you? I did not. I thought oh, about it, but... Oh, you should have brought it with. We'll have to take a look later. Yeah. Uh, it's not like yeah. we don't see each other. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yes, uh, we will have to... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's interesting um, to hear you say a lot of those things. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, those are a lot of my feelings. Um, I really want to like the game. I, I mean, it is a Pokemon game. Yeah. It's still fun. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy it. I think raids, like you said, great, great feature. Yeah. Uh, raids are fun. Definitely my favorite thing, but uh, it definitely felt rushed at the end. Yeah, definitely felt rushed. Um, the story just kind of like happened. Yeah. Um, my my other gripe with it is like you don't really do any of the discovery. Yeah. Um, it's all Sonya. It's kind of just happening. It's around just happening. You. It's happening around. I mean, you don't you. even get to see it on a lot of places. Yeah. It's... They just tell you about it. Yeah. They just tell yeah. you about it, and um, I think my biggest like I, I've mentioned this before on the show, but the way you, I mean, if you compare it to something like, um, compared to something like Gen Four. Um, you haven't played Gen 4. But, yeah, maybe but, like the first 10, 15 minutes yes, of yeah. it. <laughs> you haven't played Gen 4. Um, but in Gen 4, they um, when you're doing going through the story, like there's a point where like prof- the professor, Professor Rowan, like comes up to you. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like, hey, we need to know this information. And you need to go to the Cantilave Library and go figure it out. Yeah. And then you go to the library. You find the book by talking to the people. And, right. Like, and you figure out the information. Yeah. And so I thought that like if you like comparing that to like Sonya discovering everything while you're just standing yeah. there and I, Leon running around and, and you're do, just like because uh, like even before oh, that okay. like I thought I think Leon um I think the biggest one that stuck out to me because I was because like I heard I read the reviews where they're just like yeah Leon's like going around and doing everything for you instead yeah. and I was just like oh, I can't be that bad maybe they're just like um maybe maybe the reviews are really just building this up to yeah. make, make it worse than it seems because you know controversy sells <laughs> and. They and I was and then when uh, after you got a spike move and they're like, yeah, Pokemon are just randomly uh, Dynamaxing. Right. And yeah. I was just like, I was like, sweet. I'm just going to fight like a random no, Dynamax. Pokemon. I remember like that part and yeah. being like, oh, man, we're about ready to like come yeah. upon one. And that'd the, be so cool. Yeah. in like the wild just like pop yeah. up and like fight a Dynamax Pokemon. And yeah. With, with like Lee, do it with Leon and hop. And yep. like maybe somebody and like Sonya brings like Yamper or something, <laughs> you know, that would be that would have been so much fun. I yeah. think that's a missed opportunity. Uh, and I, I don't know how much of that was just because like it was probably rushed at the end. Right. I'm wondering if they had plans for that. And they yeah. were like, we're going to have to cut that part. We're going to have to cut that. There's no time. Because yeah. I, I really think uh, personally, I think there's a small chance um, or maybe bigger than a small chance, a medium sized chance that the that what happened was Sword and Shield was originally supposed to be a 3DS game. Oh, 
And then, um, because Tanisha, uh, 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 I'm not, Ishihara, I'm not going to say his first name because I'm going to mispronounce it and butcher it. But Ishihara, the president, the CEO of the Pokemon company said, uh, said that he didn't think the Switch was going to, was going to actually be successful. Yeah. Because for some reason, the Pokemon company has been very much so like mobile's the future. Mobile's probably where everybody's going. Yeah. Um, and I, I think there's just something to like, pressing buttons right do you and, think they're fully committed now then i mean uh, they really don't have any other choice because there's not gonna i, I think be, they're uh, kind of locked into for it. a while at least <laughs> yeah i think they're kind of locked into it for now and but i think uh I, I thought that was really interesting to hear him say that and he said that around 2017 when they announced like hey new pokemon games coming yeah in, next year and then they announced let's go briefly after that and i, I thought that was i thought that was really interesting because i wonder if it was a 3ds game in like 2017 yeah and they they just they had to like hurry up and transfer it all to the switch and learn about the switch all at once yeah and it just wasn't going as well as they thought it would <laughs> uh, right and i think they i think i wonder if they just and nintendo needed a big release this year because like they had smash last year they had oh, man, but, mario and zelda so, the year so, before so with the sales like i would agree but, with you i mean i still think fire emblem was probably i i thought fire emblem was like a surprise hit this yeah year. and i well i think fire emblem is still kind of a niche kind of genre it's getting it's there. getting it, there it's getting there it's, yeah. it's a bit bigger because like i mean i would you haven't played it i don't think i haven't no. you should play it no it, it, it would be my first fire uh, emblem game because so. i know i know myself and uh our friend narker or sarge as the show knows him i know um he he and i are both like very big fire emblem fans yeah um and so uh, i mean it definitely didn't become like a real big thing until like fire emblem awakening came out in like yeah. 2013 i think 2013 is when it came out because uh, it was a, it was my senior year and your kind of senior year and right. <laughs> And it, uh, that came out and that like really brought it into like the main light because that yeah. was one of the, that game was really special because they, the, um, the people who developed it thought it was going to be the last Fire Emblem game. Oh, wow. So what they did was they pulled out all the stops and they yeah. said, we want to do everything in a Fire Emblem game that we've always wanted to do. And we're going to put everything in there that we can. Yeah. And then making it like the best Fire Emblem game of all time, a bunch <laughs> of people bought it and played it. Yeah. And they, they kept going. And I mean, I, I still think Three Houses was a solid game. Like, yeah. That was probably one of the better Fire Emblem yeah, games. Yeah. Well, I know I, I listened to the IGN podcast yeah. and stuff too. And they said like it was their top Nintendo game of 2019. I would agree with that. So I, I would agree with that. As much as like uh, we like Pokemon here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would agree Fire Emblem was probably a little bit better. Yeah. Um, uh, it felt like a more complete experience. Granted, Pokemon's still Pokemon. And it was yeah. fun to finish the decks, especially this one. I thought they did some good things with that and improvements. But yeah, I'm still working on my decks. I think I'm like 315, oh, 320 at this point. So. Get on, get on the Discord. Well, Ask people I, for the Discord. Pokemon. I have a lot of the the raid Pokemon. I'm to the point yeah. now that I need to figure out all these like that's right. odd you, evolutions that I yeah. I've heard about some of them, but some I need them, to like get online and actually figure it some out. Some of the so. evolution methods you probably don't know. Like, yeah, like you're probably gonna have a hard time. I with, got like, a lot EK. of random stones that I've never heard of before. There and... are a bunch of new ones. <laughs> I, it's pretty much just touch the right thing with the right stone. Yeah, because um, there's a yeah. I guess yeah. Because if you haven't played since Gen three, really, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of new stones. There's like yeah. the ice stone. Um, there's the. Uh, there's the ice stone, there's the dusk stone, the shiny stone, and the yeah. dawn stone. Those and the way Pokemon four. Go does it, it's just, it's just you got the Sinnoh <laughs> yeah. stone and the Unova yeah. stone. So yeah, I'm we, like, yeah, because okay, we were, asking, we were well. talking about this last night. I remember you were asking yeah. me, how do you evolve Rhyperior? Yeah. I'm like looking yeah. for this. And, and there's just, no Sinnoh stones in the game. No, how am I supposed no, to evolve like, Rhyperior? Yeah. <laughs> he's just, uh, yeah, he just evolves uh, with the protector. We talked about yeah, that. Though. Yeah. We trade him with the protector. Yeah. So I'll have to do that yeah. still. Because I have a shiny. That's the one shiny I've gotten in the game so far. I ran yeah, and that's came right. across that's right. the Rhyhorn. Yeah. So 
I'm I haven't gotten to any shows yet. <laughs> yeah, it was very random. So. Yeah, I'll have to give you one of those dittos. Yeah. Uh, so you can, you can pseudo method once you get the shiny charm. Yeah. You can get all the shinies you want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how deep I want to get into like the black hole of like shiny hunting. Cause I know that can, can very quickly I, consume my life. <laughs> so my hot take is it's not as fun in Sword and Shield. Yeah. Um, I think it was more fun in previous games cause there were different methods. Like the one in Sword and Shield is pretty straightforward and easy. Yeah. Like knock out as many Pokemon of a certain species as you can. Yeah. And then you increase your chance of catching that Pokemon <laughs> shiny. And so, like, yeah, that's cool, I guess, but it's also not that fun. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit of shiny hunting and Let's Go Pikachu. That one's a little bit and different. And the fact that you can see the shiny in the overworld. That one, yeah. And you have to, like, combo stuff up. I, the combos, I dabbled a little bit I in think the combos, shiny. I think combos are more fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, doing combos because, like, uh, that one was fun. Um, Gen 7 had a couple different ways you could do it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't as fun as the combos. It was, uh, they have these things called SOS battles. Oh. And what would happen is you'd be battling a wild Pokemon and it could call a friend. Yeah. And you could, it would be two Pokemon on one then. And eventually after you got like 30, they did it 30 times. Like your chance was like five, one in like 512 and yeah. one, one in 4,096. Yeah. And like the let's go Pikachu game. I would like combo something 30 times. I'd That's be ready to thing. go with it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to encounter it. Yeah. And then another shiny would pop up that wasn't that so, Pokemon. So that, and so I would go, oh, That's the I'm problem. torn. Do I catch it? This one that is here so, now? So, so or do pro- I keep comboing and skip this so, shiny? So, so the problem with Let's Go is it didn't just raise the shiny chance of that one Pokemon being yeah. shiny. It raised Everything. the chance of every Pokemon yeah. being shiny. Yeah. Um, that was my biggest gripe too. I was I, going I, for Bulbasaur in the the forest, and then, then a Pidgey showed up. Yep. I'm like, well, I guess I'll catch this Pidgey. That's what happened to here. me. I was I was comboing, uh, I was comboing like Dratini or something, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like a shiny Pidgey showed up, and I'm like, oh, that was for nothing. <laughs> yep, that was no. for nothing. Oh, that's cool. Um, that that was really. But shiny sad. hunting, I think after I, when I get the the decks complete mm-hmm. and get the shiny charm, I might yeah. do a little bit of it. Just it's for a little fun. bit different in the main games than Let's Go. Yeah. Um, my my favorite shiny method was in uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, the uh, Gen three remakes. <laughs> That's because, crazy to me that there are different shiny methods for different games. Yeah, and, they change it up a little bit every generation or yeah. every game, essentially, to an extent. And uh, what they had in that game was called the Dexnav. Uh-huh. And so it was kind of like seeing Pokemon in the overworld, but not exactly. Hmm. But what could happen is, like, you'd have a Pokemon on, like, a radar. Yeah. And that Pokemon on the radar would, uh, you could find it and you'd see, like, the grass shaking or its tail wagging or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And you have to like creep over and like encounter. And if you ran too fast, it would run away. Oh man. Uh, but you had to do that and you had to chain that. <laughs> um, and so you just keep doing that over and over and over again. Yeah. Until you run into the shiny. I mean, I found accidental shinies that way because I was just, because uh, there were yeah. other things you could get like hidden abilities again. Like that's how you got hidden ability Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I need this Pokemon with this hidden ability. And it's like, oh, I guess that's a shiny now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ran into a shiny yeah. while looking for hidden abilities. Uh, and so this game also has like a different form of shinies, doesn't it? There's regular oh, shinies yeah. and then there's like square. There's like these square shinies, shinies and I, I don't know why anybody cares about the difference. Yeah. Um, one is rare. Um, so you can you can sh- hatch shinies and eggs. I mean, we, I mentioned it to you yeah. yesterday, the Masuda method. Yep. Um, and you can uh, that one is actually really easy to get like the star shinies. It's uh-huh. like when you hatch an egg and it's shiny. There's like a 15 and 16 chance at star shiny. One in 16. That's it's, pretty it's, good. It's ultra, er, not ultra shiny, but square shiny. Uh-huh. Um, but they programmed it wrong uh, for the wild because it's supposed to be harder to get the, squ- the square shiny than the than the star shiny. Yeah. Um, but they somehow messed up the coding in the wild. And when you catch a Pokemon in the wild, 
it's like a it's like a four thousand and ninety five out of four thousand ninety six chance that it's a square shiny. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's supposed to be the opposite way around. Yeah, it's supposed to be the it's supposed to be like a one in four thousand ninety six. And so there's huh. there's an issue with like the coding. I'm not exactly sure on the specifics, but there's yeah. an issue in the coding. So the so the square shinies show up far more often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the in the wild than they do when you hatch eggs. But even when you hatch eggs, like one in sixteen is not that bad. No, no. Um, but bad. I mean, hatching eggs is bad. Like go go talk to my wife. Um, <laughs> she's been trying to hatch shiny score bunny, and she's on oh, like five hundred and some <laughs> score bunny hatched, and she hasn't found a shiny yet. Score bunny, that was my start. Starter. that's yeah. where i went i was like all grooky gang until i yeah. saw the third evolution i was like eh, it turned yeah. me off i wasn't I was, really boom wasn't really and I, I guess you were i guess you didn't you weren't able to be disappointed by it because yeah you had missed like the past uh few generations of starters yeah and so um they did really good in my opinion like gen 4 gen 6 and gen 7 did really good about giving them all really cool like dual typings oh yeah yeah um like in Gen Four, like the water type becomes water steel, and then the grass type becomes grass ground, right? And then the fire becomes firefighting. Yeah, I know. Fi- there's that whole joke the out there. The firefighting thing is kind of yeah. bad because it, yeah. it happened like three times in a row. Yeah. Um, and then in Gen Six, we got like water dark with Greninja, which was really really cool. Um, Delphox was uh fire psychic, which was really cool, and then Chestnut yeah. was grass fighting, and those were th- those three were really cool. So when did they add dual typings? Because I don't think That's I been, remember as a kid. Dual typing's been in the game Has since it? forever. Okay, um, since I mean since the beginning, everything yeah. can have up to two types. Huh. Okay, uh, like um Charizard was always fire flying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So some Pokemon, yeah, that, that's been in the game forever. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it too much. I'm still yeah. trying to like, I've got like a nice graph like your, of your, all your the weakness <laughs> yeah, that I use because I, and I feel really bad when I go into raid with people oh, and, and I like throw something out that's yeah, like the wrong typing yeah. and like it's a no effect. Oh no. And I'm like, oh great. Why did I throw this Pokemon out and stuff? Oh, no. But I get so confused with fire or uh, rock and, and ground. Those yeah. two mix me up. So I'll... well, it's really hard, especially if like your, your knowledge comes from like gen one, gen two, Yeah, because gen one, gen two, like there were barely any, I don't know if there was, or well, there was one pure rock type, I think in the yeah. entire game. So like every time you saw a rock type, it was Water. probably a ground type. Yeah. Like attached to it. Yeah. Um, cause like, I think the only one was pseudo Wudo that was, uh, that was rock type okay. in gen two. I, yeah. I might be wrong. There might be something that I'm missing, but. I think that's the only like pure ground type, like up and or rock type up until Gen two. Yeah, Gen three had one a couple as well, but that was the only one. <laughs> that was the only one. So nobody knows like what rock is exactly. Yeah, because it's never separated from ground. And so like, does it affect ground or does it affect rock? Nobody right. knows. And it, it's it's just a whole thing. All the nobody yeah. knows you know, Wudo. I've gotten to the point where I've started, and I'm not going to say the word because everybody's yeah. like. Uh, speakers are going to go crazy, but I, I can say, Hey, this speaker, tell me what is weak against this type. <laughs> and it will like tell it to me. And I'm like, thank I just, you. <laughs> I just got, I just got, uh, or Amazon, uh, earbuds that can do that. Oh yeah. And it was, uh, so like, I'm always worried that it's going to like activate like the headphone <laughs> when somebody says that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to name my kid that name because you can't. <laughs> no, there's never going to be a child named that nope. ever again. Nope. Ever again. There will never be a child. Yep. It's going to, it just won't happen. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, typings, they're, they're good. Yeah. Times. That must be hard too because I mean, the type chart changed a couple times since you yeah. last played as well. I mean, it all happened. Fairy's a new type to me. I'm not really, yeah, used this to is fairy. your first fairy type. Yeah. Fairy type was like the best thing that ever happened though. Really? fairy type was the best thing because yeah. um it was getting really bad at the end of gen 5 
Uh-huh. Like if you you weren't you don't ever played competitive and you don't now, but <laughs> um, if you played Jet in five, it got really bad because dragon types were just so good. Um, High dragon in specific was like a terror in Gen five. <laughs> like um, there's a there's a website that runs pretty much the community for po- competitive Pokemon called Smogon. Okay, and they put analyses of like each Pokemon and like how, like here's some Pokemon if you're having trouble with it like that you should yeah. think about using to counter it. Yeah. Um. And so High Dragon's page it exists in Gen five and it was and you get to like the counter section if you're just like I need to beat High Dragon <laughs> I'm having trouble with High Dragon and it says High Dragon has no counters. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Um. And so it was a really pro- big problem because High Dragon's like Dragon Dark. Yeah. And it's uh and so like they're just like man like how do we take this on like the biggest <laughs> problem was high dragon and fighting types like the like those yeah. were the huge issues dragon types had always been a problem to an extent as well because there was nothing that really like stopped them they could just kind of plow through a team yeah so you're uh, telling fairy type was added just to unbreak the game pretty much it did it really <laughs> did i mean so like um they announced fairy type with sylveon okay yeah yep. like yeah i have one of in 20 12 or in 2013 they announced sylveon yeah we didn't they didn't tell you what type it was they said new eevee evolution and everybody's like huh. well what is it going to be and we didn't find out until e3 of that year that it's fairy type yeah and the artwork they they released with fairy type the fairy type announcement is this really cool piece of artwork that i really want to get a print of um it's uh it's just uh it's a sylveon like falling downwards from the from a moon yeah. And below it is a high dragon falling because Sylveon's taking down high dragon. Oh, wow. Because fairy type is super effective to dark and dragon. Yeah. So high dragon hates fairy types. <laughs> and it, it really, it really did bring, it brought balance. Like, yeah. It really brought balance. Yeah. Like it fixed a lot of things because fighting types were also an issue back then as well. And fairy's also good against fighting. Like uh-huh. the three types it's good against are fairy, dark, or fight, uh, fighting dark and dragon. Those are the three <laughs> Just types. what they needed. <laughs> and it, I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. Like yeah. it, it, those were exactly the problems. Yeah. And so it was, uh, it was like, they definitely made it to fix yeah. a lot of the problems and everything's pretty balanced. It was pretty balanced. I would say gen seven, there was definitely some power creep. Yeah. Um, especially with like all of the, uh, tapus from like all the legendaries. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it got, it got, there was a lot of power creep and then now it's not too bad. Uh, granted you can't really play it on cartridge. That, but. So that, that's another thing about the sword and shield. Like I felt yeah. like when, an, and I didn't play all of sun and moon, but I definitely yeah. noticed that with my brother playing ultra sun and ultra moon, there were a lot of um the the tapus and a lot of yeah. legendaries. I felt like there was in those a, games. But so this game has like three, only the three. Three, yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, that was cool in and of itself. I think. Yeah, um, it's. It reminded me more of like so. Generation six kind of had that as well. Generation six only had three legendaries. Yeah. Um, it had I like, would like a legendary trio though. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I I missed that. I I, I I felt like we should have gotten at least like maybe like bring back like an older legendary trio or something. Yeah. Um, I, I would have, I that. really love, I loved Emerald, how you had to play. It was like dungeon yeah. style when you went through the yeah. dungeons to get the Reggies. Yeah. And then I really enjoyed trying to find the legendary yeah. beast. So they've, that's something that's kind of like been slowly disappearing from Pokemon games. It's yeah. just like the, these, uh, random caves that you have to explore. Yeah. Um, they've been really disappearing, which is kind of sad in retrospect, but they, they keep saying like, oh, people don't, have, they seem to have this fear that people don't have time to play games. Really? And yeah. they, they try to make them quick and easy. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you read a lot of interviews with like the Pokemon directors, that's pretty much the answers they give. Yeah. Is they're just like, we're competing for time. Right. Uh, for people's attention. And I'm just like, but you're a Pokemon. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to give something extra for those people that 
are really into it that have beat the game yeah, right? to like do. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I guess there's raids, but it'd be We're, fun to have I mean, raids additional are, things. Raids are probably the best post game we've gotten since Gen 5. Yeah. Since Gen 5, this is probably the best post game we've gotten. Yeah. Uh, I will say that just because raids are raids have a lot of longevity, even if you've caught all the Pokemon yep. as well. More because, added and better ones. Well, if you're not even that, like if you're playing competitive, like there's just a lot of items you get. Yeah. And when you're done, like you get a bunch of TRs, you get a bunch of candies yeah. and stuff like that. I think from that perspective, that's done very well. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, this is definitely the best post game, in my opinion, since Gen 5. Uh, okay. Gen 6 didn't really have one. Gen 7 didn't really have one. <laughs> um it, so this one was like the best post game i think yeah i've been i've definitely been playing it since i beat it so yeah no you absolutely should <laughs> you absolutely should um uh yeah yeah i don't know it, it's uh it's very interesting to me uh, i this this has been a fruitful conversation <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a lot of things that like we haven't talked about before yeah yeah and so we, i yeah we could probably go on forever about yes. you know this because there's so much to yeah. like talk about but. yeah uh i guess i guess we'll end it here then uh i'm sorry you only get like an hour guys uh this week <laughs> instead of an hour and a half uh shorter show uh after christmas but we'll be back on the new year um and i think sublime scheduled so far somebody else is scheduled i don't know if anybody else is scheduled yet uh but welcome uh so if you want to keep up with us uh check out our twitter or instagram and our facebook i think those are the three that we have and we use mostly twitter um follow us there at puckle podcast also make sure to uh if you want to hang out with us some more go over to twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast where i stream raid nights and uh other people are streaming things i think i think linian's doing like a nuzlocke or something uh also check out the youtube uh there's gonna be some more content over there soon hopefully <laughs> um youtube.com slash puckle podcast and then of course um if you want to support the show monetarily there's several ways to do it one go over to twitch.tv if you've got an amazon prime membership you get a free prime subscription and you could subscribe to us on Twitch. Uh, you give us a free $2. Um, also, go ahead and go over to... Um, uh, I, the other way to do it is go to TeePublic, buy a t-shirt, get something cool, or a phone case, or a tapestry, or like a throw pillow. All those things are cool. Uh, <laughs> anything you buy over there helps us out. Um, and then, of course, uh, you can check out our partners at Vite Ramen. Woo! Uh, yeah, Vite Ramen. Uh, use code PUCKLE for 10% off on your healthy, healthy ramen noodles. They're actually pretty good. Uh, by the time the show comes out, I will have eaten them. Yeah. Uh, mine come in on Wednesday of this week. <laughs> but, uh, I hear, I've heard, I've heard only good things. Uh, it is a little bit more price, it is a little bit pricier, but, uh, they do have like less sodium and like they, they are Healthy. a healthier alternative. Yeah. Uh, I'll hand you a pack when they come and you could try yeah, it. Definitely. You could try it. Uh, so, uh, and then finally, uh, the best way to support us is go over to Patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast and just join up over there. You can get, come to join the Patreon raid nights. You can get your sh- your name read on the show. You can, uh, get Pokemon giveaways that we do or, uh, free puckle TCG cards, um, stuff like that. It's, it's really cool. Uh, just go on over to patreon.com slash puckle podcast. And I think, uh, everything there. Um, so I guess, I guess now we get to say bye, Ryan. <laughs> so sad <laughs> i don't know if the joke's dead or anymore or not. i don't know what's gonna happen the yeah. episode after this yeah. i don't know if it's gonna if the joke's gonna keep happening <laughs> because i've kind of just been building up to this moment right like i we planned this like back in like february we or talked something. about it yeah we when i started it. watching the show i was like yeah. hey you should shout me out sometime yeah. I, wa- I listen now and so we started doing the high ride and, and i did it for a couple weeks and i'm like we should just have you on the show yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the year just have a have a build-up so i think i think this has been good i hope I hope other people, I hope the joke paid off. Yeah. (laughs) 
so yeah, uh, I guess it's Byride in Lam- it's, uh, uh, in the Lavender Town Radio Hour. It's closing time. Catch you on the flip flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.